Yo, what's up, you bad people? This is Steven from the Slightly Unqualified Podcast, and we are back. What's up, guys? What have you been up to, Andrew? What have you been up to, Matt? Not much. Just work this week. The uh, Garage Door Saga is still ongoing. Still I haven't ongoing, done anything huh? with it. Just need to Nothing. buckle down and do it. I feel like I've just been getting sick and then better and then sick again, and it's the worst. Yeah, dude, it's been hitting everybody, dude. My whole family took it. Um, knock on wood, I'm the only person who hasn't gotten it. Uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure I gave it to my family, gave it to Matt's family. But uh, yeah, man, well, hopefully the garage door, you know, we get some updates pretty soon. What about um, you, Matt? What have you been up to? Uh, nothing. Just watched Call of Duty last weekend. Um, been watching Free Agency with the Eagles. Uh, started a new show. Ooh. Pretty good show. We can get into it later. Show's that? Just like. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you probably haven't seen it yet, but it's called Tulsa King. Pretty I've good seen, show. I've seen some of it. Uh, yeah, with the, 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 the one Rocky, out. right? Uh, with Sylvester Stallone, yes. Uh, <laughs> trying to figure out what else I've done. That's pretty much it. Just chilled at home. Started playing FIFA again. Oh, uh, nice, man. Call of Duty revamp happened yesterday, so... All the good stuff. Yeah, that was a pretty big update. I got home and it was uh 15 gigs for a COD. I was like, wow, this thing's up to up to about 200 gigs now. Uh yeah. but yep, I'm in the same boat. Um just been working, trying to catch up on Mandalorian. Um on episode two, need to watch episode three. Just got back from jujitsu with the boys, it's going good. Um, uh, but besides that, man, just been trying to play uh Hogwarts, playing Fortnite, playing COD. Uh, one of the games I was looking forward to got pushed back because of a weird reason. Um, I guess a calendar app owned the the day before the title. And right before the game was about to drop, they had to pull it from Steam because of a lawsuit. It's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, so just been waiting on that game. Uh, but besides that, nothing new in you guys? Nothing? No, I was going to ask you how far you are into the Hogwarts. Before we get oh, into hey. it, let's 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 be clear about one thing. Steven, you guys does not do jujitsu. <laughs> he just no, drives his kids to jujitsu. I just drive jujitsu. So let's not get that twisted, all right? I feel like I do jujitsu though, because I don't know about you, Andrew, when you like if your kids play any sports or are they playing like uh the kids are rolling and I'm like, oh like you know what I mean? I'm doing this and I can't control myself. Parents are looking at me, you know what I mean? So it's no, kind my of a kids workout. Aren't old enough yet. I mean, they no, are. Just, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. The one definitely. So, is, so speaking about, uh, speaking on kids, we're all fathers here. Uh, Andrew, how many kids do you have? I have three. Whoa, three. Matt has a little one. I have, I have three. I actually have more than one because all these other podcasters are my sons. I'm the best at this, all right? Every single one of them out there, my sons. I'm the godfather of this game, all right? So I, yes, I do have a Sorry, newborn. Sorry, guys. I, I the podcasters, they're my kids. Oh, this is getting aggressive. I wasn't going there. I was going on a fatherly vibe here. But if you want to, <laughs> if some uh, emotions you want to get out, Matt, you can definitely let us know. Uh, reach out to Matt back. if he needs help. I know. Take it easy, brother. I'm, um, I'm about half a can deep and happy, Dad. So, oh, that's why. Uh, dude, I just had that hazel and espresso. Okay, getting off track. All right. So I was thinking about this while we were at jujitsu today. All of us have our thing. I played sports growing up, played baseball, skateboard, comic books, all that jazz. Um, Matt, growing up playing soccer, I don't know what you did for fun, Andrew, or what was nostalgic for you. Um, But 
do you guys catch yourselves guiding your kids to kind of the things that you were into to see if they're into it? Or do you just kind of let them naturally get in? Matt's kid's a little too small. He just wants to watch Muppet Babies and chill. I'm always down to hang out with him because he likes to do that. But what about you, Andrew? Yeah, I think it's it's an interesting concept for sure. Uh, I would say, so I have two sons, the first two, and then our third is a daughter. And I feel like my boys are just like polar opposites. Like they love each other. They love being around each other. But yeah. my firstborn, that kid's just sharp. He's just smart. Like he's, yeah. but he's not very athletic. Like even just gotcha. the way he runs, you're like, oh, you don't got it, man. Like versus <laughs> like my. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey, hope he but, doesn't watch this. Hopefully he doesn't follow us. Like, uh, I just sure blast him right there. But my yeah, second son, like he's he's gonna be that sports guy, like just built, just so compact, and yeah, he'll be strong and like he's not afraid just to like put his head down and run into the wall and be like, "I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm good, got this." Yeah, yeah. that's kind of how mine are. But my boy is older; uh, he's like a splitting image of me. Uh, plays soccer like me. He's trash. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he's he. It's weird. He plays soccer, and I hate soccer. Like. I don't know anything about soccer, but he loves it. And I do try to guide him towards baseball or skateboarding. And he's like, dad, I play soccer. I'm a soccer player. And I'm just like, gosh, yeah. like, you know, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I do try to aim him. Like we were talking last week, he was watching the podcast when we brought up the Ninja Turtle thing. And he's like, Oh, new Ninja Turtle things coming out or movie. I want to watch it. It made my heart like 40 pounds, dude. I was so in love that he wanted to watch the turtles because Growing up, I turtles were everything for me, and I was like, "Man, do I, did I guide him towards that, or is it just like, are are the turtles just a, like the Mickey Mouse, like a staple point, like a thing that all yeah, kids?" No Mouse, but go ahead. I feel like it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. Like I can That's, relate. Uh, my my sons, I I try to show them like the animated Spider Man series and oh, yeah. uh, like the Justice League, like the the nineties cartoon TV show, and they liked it. Yeah. It was pretty cool, but I feel like probably not like what they would pick unless I'm True. like, you want to watch something. But once I do get them involved, they're like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I play Fortnite with my boy. He loves he loves playing Fortnite with me. But um, yeah, I play yeah, Minecraft I just, with I, the boys. I, it was just oh, Minecraft's so much fun. I love that game. I get lost in some hours on that game. Yeah, I'm terrible. I digress. Yeah. Wanted to bring that up, and uh, I want. I was thinking about. it. I was like, oh, I want to know. Y'all, y'all are being a little too light on it. Y'all definitely do that. Both, of, I knowing both of you guys, you guys definitely do. What you guys are trying to say, you guys Steer. try not think, to do. I don't think we do. I think we're. I can, I can give two loving examples. Loving fathers. Actually, we talk about every week. One <sighs> jujitsu. I know they love jujitsu. Your boys love jujitsu to, yes. to death. Now that they're in it. But not a yeah. single time that I hear either one of them ask about jujitsu until you're yeah, like, you're I, doing jujitsu. Okay, I did. So I made example number one for you. Example yeah, number two true. for Mr. Edgar here is when we were watching Harry Potter, he wanted his kids to watch Harry Potter the same weeks we did every <laughs> single day of the week. <laughs> so, like, what are we talking about here? I can say even now, as like having a newborn son, there are things I'm already like doing for like like soccer, for example. Yeah. The first playmat I bought him has a soccer goal attached to it with a little ball where he kicks it. That's number one. Yeah. Number two, even down to the things he watches, I'm not trying to watch some baby shows, right? Like, I'm I'm yeah. really not trying to waste my time with some of them. But there is comes. like, there's, there is one or two that yeah. I actually think are pretty good as like shows. Yeah, that, one that of one them is Bluey. It's so Bluey, good. 
Blue is a good show, okay? Just like if yeah. you watch it, it's a good show. And my son was like hardcore against it in the beginning. He wanted to watch something, but my babies. He my babies are cool. Too. Okay? My babies are cool, but I was like, we're watching Bluey. And I'm going to introduce it to you every day, at least one episode a day until you, you get into like it. it. And now yeah. he's like static about Bluey. So I yeah, do it now as it. a father. Yeah. I don't think we do, but Andrew, me and you can stay in that camp of we just kind of. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I do in circumstances. I don't know if I like dictate it though. Like, oh, I definitely dictate it. I told him you can't become a Yankees fan and you can't buy a PlayStation. (laughs) That's the two things. I don't care what you do in life, son. Never wear a Yankees hat, and I better not see a PlayStation. I mean, he started on Fortnite because you did. Like, maybe Fortnite wouldn't be his favorite game of all time if you didn't. Be like, hey, we're playing Fortnite, and that's it for months straight. Same yeah, thing with true. you, Andrew, with your oldest for Minecraft. If you didn't Dang start yeah. him off on Minecraft, maybe he'd pick something else that's better. But what did you do? I don't know. I've tried to Minecraft. get him into different things. Yeah. I've been trying to get him into uh, Stranded Deep, which is like similar. Oh, gosh. Well, really? He likes it. He likes it. He likes <laughs> yeah, it. Or, or you're like, I'm, I like it. Yeah I, yeah. I like that he plays. You know, yeah. uh, right now, Carson's playing uh, FIFA and driving me crazy. Because he's yelling out like French names and like, I'm like, who are you talking to? Who is that guy? This guy didn't. Even, and I'm like, I don't know, Chuck Mouse. Son, let's close the door. But anyways, let's get to some topics. Something that was uh, floating around in the ether today. Let me pull some stuff. Oh, someone just flew in my eye. So we'll, we'll knock out the fast ones first. We Matt sent a thing in about <clears throat> Willie Mammoth being um, brought back. What's your hot take on that before we read the article or break it down? It's, 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 oh, Andrew, go ahead, Andrew. Oh, yeah. I want to hear Andrew's because I heard the sigh and I want to hear Andrew's. My first thing is it's not going to happen. Market now, they say four years, guarantee four years will come around. Nothing. I feel like every couple of years you get this article that's like, scientists, they're bringing them back. And then it's like a hot topic for a while. And it just kind of dissipates and then nothing. Second of all, if it's not a dinosaur, what's the point? We got to go straight to Jurassic Park. This guy. They have 99.6% of a match from an Asian elephant that they could cross. And why hasn't it been done? It's being done. It's being no, done, bro. I'm telling Dude, you, the, the, Mark was on four years from now. We can jump back on here, and I guarantee no woolly mammoth is gonna be there. It just so, it just pops up. I'm gonna I'm gonna call I'm putting I, I'm gonna call you a non-believer in on this one. And I'm putting my money on riding Willie Mammoth in 10 years. It's like pass on Disneyland. Whoa, whoa, whoa. we're jumping 10 years now because the, the article says four years. Yeah, but they gotta tame them, they gotta get a couple generations. One's gonna have like three trunks, and one's gonna have like nine legs. You gotta wait that, you know what I mean? That cycle, brother. I ain't, I ain't trying to pop on the first Bully Mammoth. You know what I mean? Mm. Got the anger issues. I got them to. It's not happening. Settle them down. What do you got? What do you got, Matt? On that? Not a believer, man. I mean, listen. <clears throat> Sell it to him, baby. Sell it to him, Matt. <clears throat> if they can make a pandemic in the lab that goes worldwide in a matter of one year, <laughs> okay? <laughs> then they can definitely make Bully Mammoths come back to life with enough research and funding and. DNA. Now, the crazy part to me that we're not even focusing on is four years is crazy. You know how wild yeah, that is? bro. If a mammoth comes back, as, as someone, as a wise man said when I first saw this news, if a mammoth comes back before the Knicks win a championship, 
there's gonna be hell to pay for somebody. <laughs> All of New York yeah. will riot. <laughs> like four years is crazy. Imagine being a freshman coming out as a mammoth now out of high school. Like that's what's, what's the date on this article? A couple of days ago. This day uh, is... January 30th. Yeah, I heard about this on Rogan's podcast a couple of weeks ago. I want to say like three weeks ago. That guy sounded like he knew what he was talking about. And he was on Joe Rogan. Look, so they got $60 million dollars additional in funding after their big breakthrough happened. So that means you know that you can people do? think this can happen. You know what you could do with 60 mil? You can make a mammoth. You know, do you, do you know uh, how a much lot of a good mammoth... And nothing for four years and still have no mammoth show up? Do you I know don't how like the much a mammoth tusk is going to cost? Like, imagine. And then they can just be reproducing them. You bring yeah. them back. And then in about 10 years, we start, like, you can pay three grand and you go hunt a woolly mammoth, like, in your underwear and, like, a spear. Would you do it? No. Yes. Oh. No. no. We wouldn't do no, it because it's unethical. I'd fight a lion. Would not <laughs> no, hunt a woolly mammoth. Lot. So, just to let you know, I watched a video. I got, went down the rabbit hole of two o'clock in the morning on Instagram. I follow a website that I will not talk about, a page. And this lady got mollywopped, dude, by like a cheetah. And a cheetah, I want to say, yeah. is 105 mm -hmm. on its best day. Mm -hmm. And that thing was like mm -hmm. everywhere. Well, what's what's pretty well? And I don't, and I'm, I am, We're going with seen, I, you know, I love you. I've seen your athletic ability and you got some, you got a good jump shot. But there's no possible way that you're beating even a cheetah. Or a bobcat, let alone a, a full-blown lion, king of the you, jungle. I don't even think I'm the three you. of us with with knives listen, can beat a lion. Listen, oh, we're listen, not, listen, dude. We are guys, not. Listen clearly here, okay? I'm stabbing Andrew in the leg, and I'm running. Just listen very clearly here, okay? I watched Creed three last week. Oh. I can fight oh. anything <laughs> I want to right now. All right, I that thing got me so hyped up to fight. Literally. I started throwing fake punches at my mom the, the following night. I know. And she, and she kept saying, boy, I'm going to beat you. And I said, now with this Creed 3 blood in me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I did seven push-ups on the way over here. I just watched Kang. I just watched Kang whoop Killmonger's ass for like two hours straight. I could be, I could be the lion. I could be the lion. 100%. Yeah. I, it's one grab of the tongue, and he's, it's, it's a wrap. It's You're going to grab his tongue. You're going to place your hand in his mouth. The worst possible spot. Oh, man. Such naive... You such you yeah you young 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 boy. and I just watched Creed three and now I'm watching Sylvester Stallone every day on a TV thinking about Rocky underdog story I'm gonna get a statue in Arizona like that actually it's gonna Matt, be like this it's gonna be like me reaching for the tongue of the lion like that POV right here boom yeah, I see. and then I see. boom next thing you know I'm conquering a lion they call me the lion tamer and I'm worldwide I'm a millionaire and you too aren't seeing a penny because you didn't believe in me yeah. Matt, there's a lot of things I believe in, and I right. I think this is definitely not one. I would so Andrew, let's, all let's my money on the line. Let's get down to brass. The real question we're trying to ask here is: Do you believe this mammoth mammoth coming back in four years, or I'm beating a lion? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> let's do this, boys. Uh, there's neither. No, 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 no. You gotta pick no, you one. Have to you're, pick you're a betting man. Uh, yeah, yeah, there if I was go. a betting man, I would take the mammoth in four years, but it wouldn't be like very, very much money. It would be like a, a sad, hairless bald eagle of a bet. 
But you would rather, like, if you had 10 mil and you had to bet your 10 mil on Matthew beating a full-blood king of the jungle lion or mammoth. I love you, man, but I would pick the mammoth. There's no way you're taking a lion. There's no way. I don't care how good you are. It's not going to happen. I've seen Lion King, okay? I've seen Lion King, and Scar is far less fed and far less beefy than me. And he said, long live the king, and the king of all the domain perished in front of his child. It's not hard. I just one paw, one paw, scratch, throw off the cliff. He's dead. Yeah, but that's not you. It's a weaker version of me. It's a weaker version of me. So speaking of bets, did you guys hear today that uh, you're going to be able to place bets on WWE matches? Potentially. Potentially. We're working on it. How is that even a thing? How is it like? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's 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 dissect this real quick by asking one question, okay? This question is going to change your perspective on what's bettable and what's not bettable, okay? Uh Did you two know? That oh. there are Vegas bets and sports books that let mm-hmm. you bet on the outcome of the Academy Awards. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, what's the, the difference? That's for like everything. Because, oh, that is true. I didn't think about a that. A select amount of people know what's going to happen, but the mm-hmm. general population does not. How is it different than WWE? I, I don't. Think I feel much of a difference. I don't. I don't think it would be something that's worth getting invested in, though. That just seems like, like as a better. Yeah, like scripts could be flipped pretty quickly in a heartbeat, and it's like, oh, Las Vegas is knocking on the door. Let's swing it this way. How much of a degenerate are you for betting WWE if you vote? How low? Like, is there a lower? In your guys' opinion, a lower better than a better that bets on WWE. Yeah, dude, you have some issues, brother. You need to go get checked out. If you're watching Monday Night Raw, I don't even know what it's called anymore. Yeah, uh, that's if right. that's all, yeah. If if you're betting on Monday Night Raw, if this person's gonna win or that, you have some issues. I think that's. I, I, yeah, please get help. That's all I can say. You shouldn't. Yeah, I think the hard part is okay. So. It's a form of entertainment, but it's scripted entertainment. It'd be like, mm-hmm. hey, let's let's open up betting to a movie. This, this, and this is going to happen in a movie. Yeah, based on a true story. What's going to okay. happen in your movie? Okay. Uh, it just it seems seems even at that, it seems like things could be changed to potentially swing away from betters, but that's kind of the the ultimate goal of betting. So then, so then, how do you feel about someone like the NFL, uh, the Green Bay Packers, for example, or just pick a team? Star yeah. quarterback has an injury in the elbow, can't throw mm-hmm. very deep. Going into Sunday, he still plays, but they know he can't throw very deep. People have the bet option to bet two hundred fifty plus yards, three hundred yards. Is that the same thing or no? There's still insider information where there's a, a known fact: this guy's elbow is hurt. This guy's going to win in this match. Uh, What's the difference of us betting the NFL that day on that quarterback versus on the outcome of something that already is as well a fact? Does that make sense? I think with statistics mm-hmm. and with reporting injuries, that's different because usually that information's aware, like can be found and you can be aware of it. Yeah. If you do your research on it, you know, 
the me's of the world, I'm not going to do my research on it and just make a stupid bet. And they would look at me like, why did you bet that his elbow's broken? I was like, oh, I didn't know. I just, yeah. He usually throws pretty good. So I think that's where kind of the, the ignorance key factor really jumps into that, that you don't really get that with WWE because it's a script. Yeah. There's like multiple people involved. I think it's a, uh, I think it's like, a TV show, you know what I mean? Like you shouldn't mm-hmm. be able to bet on a TV show. If you want to do a homie bet, like we're sitting on the couch and it's like, yo, this guy's gonna win. I totally get that. But Vegas doing odds on if the rock's gonna beat Triple H. I don't know any new people. Um I don't think you should be able to bet on that. Uh, that's 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 too much. <clears throat> but explain explain why. Like don't don't like you guys don't think it should be bettable in what yeah. context? To me, to me. The context huh. of what you just said, a homie bet, two guys betting if The Rock will win tonight, is the same yeah, yeah. as you betting the books. The only no, difference is so. only difference is the books have an odds spread that could be different than yours, right? Like it could be 50-50 versus like negative 300 to a, a plus 250, whatever it is. So the only difference, because you, Stephen, or you, Andrew, still don't know what's going to happen, regardless of if someone else does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I'm so, saying the homie bet's cool because we're with me and Andrew on the couch. We're we're there. We both have the exact same information. Andrew's like, "Yo, Monday Night Raw's on. Let's let's turn it on. We turn it on, and then we make the homie bet. We both have the same amount of information before. <laughs> I know me too. Uh, before the match starts, but it's getting ghosted. I know. Give me two seconds. (laughs) Just pray for them. Um, But for the fact that, like, you, there's the the audio video people know who's going to win. You know what I mean? The ref knows who's going to win. These guys are being told uh, hours um, before the match. The person doing the theme music knows. All these people are putting in bets uh, because they know the outcome. That's a little different. The, now, with the quarterback going, hey, he's hurt, they let the world know with the uh, injury report a couple mm-hmm. days before. But they don't. Now they let you Not know. Not always. No, by law, by, by NFL standards, they have to they have to put the who's in or out. Not till one hour before the match. No, but I'm talking before the game. Before the game, yeah. Yeah, but see, even then, it's still an hour. You know what I mean? Do your due diligence and, 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 and look it up. With a, with a match, uh, uh, an, an NFL match, those dudes knew days or a week before when they're practicing. So all these people know what the outcome is. There's no, there's no chance. Like in the NFL, if it's Patrick Mahomes blew his elbow out, but he's still playing, he could potentially still run the ball in. He, he, there's, there's other things that potentially could happen where WWE it's, it's set in stone. The rocks winning triple H gets hit in the back with the chair and the rock wins. Like they, that's a thing. It's, but the books also. No. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, according to like what this is going to say, I mean, the shadiness aside, we can't. We, we, me, us three here mm-hmm. can't account yeah. for that. We can't take that into an unbiased prediction of what could or could happen. So, yeah. regardless, of what you think about the books and how the books might have an edge here or there, right? Like, like Fanduel, for example, uh, on paper doesn't yeah. know the injury report until everyone else does, right? You, yeah. I think the majority of us know that they probably do somehow. But uh, that's we can't guarantee that. It's not a, a fact. Uh, so the fact is, the book still doesn't know who's going to win. Now, there is a lot of preemptive predictions you can make about WWE specifically, right? Like uh, the whole Sami Zayn thing right now versus like the Usos. Uh, 
Sammy clearly is going to take over uh, at some point or Roman's going to just dominate again, right? There's there's a definitive yeah. answer that within the next year, WrestleMania's headline would probably be Sammy Zayn versus Roman Reigns. You can bet on that now and it'd probably mm-hmm. happen. But that doesn't mean it's a guarantee, number one. Number two doesn't mean that the books know about it. And you know, legally speaking, they're not supposed to know about it. So I guess I guess the argument of like the information we have at hand is only when you think the book is being shady. You should assume that as a better, for the record. I'm not saying you shouldn't. As, yeah. a, as a fellow better, I assume the house knows more than I do because they mm-hmm. have way more analytics people than I do in the first place. But on paper, I also know I have a fair shot to take some money from them when they bet the wrong when they go the wrong way. Right. Like when, when they say Lamelo's gonna drop 25 tonight and it's a plus 300 and he's playing against one of the worst defenses in the league, they're hedging their bets as well that he's gonna continue being bad instead of me hedging that he's gonna be good. Uh so I guess the information like the, the information that we're speaking of outside of the definitive win factor is almost mute because the books legally aren't supposed to know about it in the first place. But they, what if they it's also not so much know. what if it's also not so much the books knowing, but the <laughs> studio that's presenting knowing what the books are betting on that makes a last minute change? Like that that's where I see like the fault is, is okay, so say in boxing, somebody throws a match, right? Mm-hmm. There's some yeah. kind of penalty that's on there, you'd think. Suspension or something. Mm-hmm. How do you hold a whole studio company accountable for potentially doing the same thing when they get to write their script? Mm. Um, yeah, that's, that's, well, where it's, that's where it gets tricky. That's where I think yeah. it's like that, that's what makes it hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cause that's like someone that's going, Hey, I'm putting a uh, Vegas puts a bet out going uh, during the Super Bowl, Kanye West shows up and all of a sudden people are like, there's no way Kanye West is going to show up. So they bet on Kanye West, not showing up, but, Rihanna, Rihanna's whole team knows that Kanye West is showing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the sound producers know Kanye is showing up. All these people knew Kanye was showing up, so they bet that Kanye shows up. It's, I think it's too much information. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's, it's so scripted the Oscars, already. The Oscars should not be bet on then. I well. don't, I don't think you should. I, I think that's that, that's. So uh, yeah, some person, personally, yeah, I would yeah. never bet on on something like that too. It's because it's yeah. it's a no, 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 no. too. It's not like a. Not that you wouldn't. In the same he breath just saying, of, saying, of saying that WWE should not the in the fairness game, it's unfair for the mm-hmm. WWE to not be granted gambling rights if the Academy Awards and Oscars do as well. Yeah, I think That's none of us should be able to gamble. Now, like the homie bet is cool because we're both sitting on the couch with the exact same information. Like if Andrew goes, yo, Will Smith goes up there and smacks Chris Rock again, I'm gonna be like, shoot, I'm taking that bet. You know what I mean? Um, because we're both sitting on the couch with the same amount of information that, you know, it's, we're betting against each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if, if we, if the house was like, Will Smith's going to hit Chris Rock again. And then they're like, yes or no, or bet whatever. And then they tell Will Smith weeks in advance, you can't come and right. then tell nobody else. It's that's when it kind of, you know what I mean? I think that's when the house is. Yeah. I think there's I think just the too controllable factors that there's only one. The executives at WWE betting around. Yeah, uh, but that is controllable for the record. If there's an yeah. agreement in place, there's going to be something where they say match results must be submitted by this hour or by this deadline mm-hmm. without any kind of changes to an independent third party company. That that is that's not impossible to regulate. 
um, especially if the WWE is the one going to ask for it rather than the books coming to ask for it. If the WWE is asking for this to happen as a like a sense of not funding per se, but a sense of income, mm-hmm. then the state legislatures and the books have all the power of that specific instance of things. Um, so it's it's not it's not hard to regulate, especially when they're the ones coming asking for it. If the yeah. books were asking them for it, it'd be different. They'd have all the power, but McMahon's trying and to see, get it the other way around. And see, a long time ago, this is how the OG I am. Um, there was a match, Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart, and Bret Hart was technically supposed to win. Everybody knew Bret was going to win. Um, Bret was told, Shawn was told Bret's winning. Uh, it was over. And then right before the walkout, Vince McMahon told uh, the referee and told Shawn Michaels that Shawn Michaels was winning. And Shawn Michaels gets uh, Bret Hart, I think, in a, a sharpshooter, and the ref pretty much ends the match saying that Brett taps or whatever. I can't remember exactly how it went down. And um, they screwed over Brett Hart. So the scripts definitely can change at the mm-hmm. last possible second, but that's very, 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 very rare um, of a and thing to happen. Won't, probably also won't be legal to do so going forward. What I'm trying yeah, to say 100%. is like, I yeah, say yeah. they could change now. But when literature goes, okay, now you legally cannot change it after this hour or this day or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Night Raw. By Sunday at, at 9 p.m., the results are locked. Hand it to yeah. this third-party independent auditing company. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, you just... Yeah, I, there's definitely ways you can do it. it. You yeah. yeah, there's definitely ways you can do it. I just think they would have to, like you said, get a third-party person. Bunch of, yeah, yeah, a bunch of regulations to come in. Which they yeah, would for in sure. that situation. <sighs> that would be like, 100%. Talk about stupid low, though. Like, you got to hey, pretty low to start bidding. I'm offended because yeah. I'm, I'm going crazy if they open it up. I'm going wild. I'm betting <laughs> okay. the house on Roman Reigns. Bro, right? I'm not going to bet the house. If I'm betting on anything, I'm betting Royal Rumble. Ooh. Put all that money on the first person. I can't remember who the last first person to win it was. I want to say it was Stone Cold. I could be I think wrong. It was, I, think, I think it was recent. They did it again. Was it? They did it again? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that would be pretty cool, though. Now, talking about stupid kind of revo- reverse flipping here, um, the Scarlet Witch, the actress who plays the Scarlet Witch, came out and said that she wants to have Elizabeth some... F- oh, Elizabeth Olsen Old- uh, wants to do the, do the complete opposite of what they're doing with Thor. Uh, they want Scarlet Witch to start being fun and doing some humor in her role as a Scarlet Witch where Thor wants, or Chris Hemsworth wants to be more aggressive and grittier. Um, what do you guys think about that? Or do you think um, Scarlet Witch kind of stay kind of crazy for a while, you know, more of a monster kind of figure. What do you guys think? Um, I feel like it would be kind of out of character if she just like all of a sudden became like this fun character. Yeah. However, however, I really enjoyed the WandaVision series. And if they were able to tap into that and maybe do a different spin on it, I would be mm-hmm. 100% for it. Because there was times where it was goofy and funny. Yeah. But there was a reason for it. It wasn't just, oh, she just, as a character, is now funny. It's, you know, there's some real trauma that's going on that's making her have to go and find these happy places, if you will, or these comedy places. Um, mm-hmm. to kind of cope with that. So I think it all depends on how it's done. If it's just, hey, you know, going forward, it's going to be funny. We're going to kind of remembering from last week, put the Guardians of the Galaxy spin on it. I, I, 
I'd yeah. Be, I'd be a little skeptical. Yeah, because she's asking for a redemption. So that article says there's a lot of humor uh, to be had with her. Um, she's often an emo uh, emotional in the story, and she wants to see if there's some redemption in her. I don't know what she means about redemption, but it looks like she's talking about more of a upbeat kind of hilarious, not hilarious, but more of a fun role than being the mad witch from the last movie, you know? Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you think back even from just her introduction into Marvel, she loses her brother, she loses Vision. Yeah. She loses her sons now. Like, there's, there's definitely a lot of loss there. But I could see like a, a redemption story um, that that could work. Uh, again, I don't think it has to be hand in hand with comedy. I think it could yeah. be, you know, her finding herself and finding and, and talk about what an opportunity to to really um, showcase women's power than yeah. somebody who's gone through all these really low and has able to find herself and really been able to build herself up, almost having to do it by herself too. Yeah, like, I feel like that would be something that's more powerful than, uh, you know, like a, a Captain Marvel scenario where it feels kind of like gimmicky, shoved down your throat almost. Um, yeah, I know what you're saying. What, what's your take on that, Matt? Uh, well, let me put my my M uh, crown on that. You know, Miss One Vision. No, Miss Maximoff wears. Well, okay, so uh, they can they, they all, everything you guys are saying can also go hand in hand with what she's saying. Um, yeah, that the hundred percent by that is is she now has this redemptive or not redemptive this um, quality about her where she can just be crazy, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that leads to a lot of different personality that she can bring to the screen uh, in her craziness. Um, if we understand Juan is this crazy person, kind of like how she when you first see her in um, what the the first Avengers film, whenever no, we see her, second one, uh, no, yeah, no, 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 post credit scene when we first see her, when we first see her. Oh, yeah, that's Civil War. Oh, I mean, not Civil okay. War, uh, Winter Soldier. So Winter Soldier, yeah. when we first see her, she has that thing. crazy look around her. She looks nuts. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and then we have this completely kind of, not different, but a little bit different than the crazy looking yeah. witch that we saw. Uh, and then she gets into, like, not being so crazy, being more in love, experiencing loss, that kind of thing, which is Wanda's story. So to their credit, it's fine. Yeah, they did uh, a really good job with her. But they could just go full-on crazy Scarlet Witch mode where she has these kind of dry jokes these dry puns this dry humor to her where in her craziness she kind of is funny right like mm -hmm. uh i don't know how to explain yeah. it but like um it, it's possible and and she's the kind of character where you can break that mold with where you can take that risk with her being kind of crazy but be, out of her craziness she's funny and fun to be around uh the redemptive part of it for her i think is i think they really kind of butchered her character in multiverse of madness Mm -hmm. uh yeah. i think uh i think waldron uh, he has issues with some of these it actually that entire movie he has issues with characters and actually understanding them to their core uh and wants to kind of make them fit what he's going with um uh, and that includes you know wanda they, mm -hmm. they mess up her character and dr strange is kind of a lot in multiverse of madness and i think waldron Definitely. has a really rough time uh connecting his story to what We've established with these characters before. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so the redemptive part for her, I think, is more of like, let's get back to Wanda's core. Uh, yeah, she can still be Scarlet Witch, but in the comics, it's it's not like she's a completely <clears throat> different, transformed evil right. human being person. She's still Wanda. 
until she experiences this loss, which she already has. So mm-hmm. now that that loss trauma is kind of out of her and we yeah. see her, her turn a little bit back into the one that we've known at the very end of Multiverse of Madness, I think she's kind of saying like the sky's the limit. We can do almost anything now because this traumatic yeah. part of Wanda's life is, is complete. And yeah. it's just so totally. much more flexible now with Wanda's character than before. Yeah, I think uh, something that I was just thinking about that could be really cool to see is on this kind of topic of redemption. So doing almost like the reverse of the House of M, where Mm. she gets rid of all the mutants. There's no more mutants. What if it's the inverse of that, where it's there are mutants and she becomes like this mother of all mutants kind of thing. Oh, that'd be pretty tight. That's how they... Yeah, that's how they introduce mutants into the MCU is through her, which I think could be fitting considering that uh, one of the big goals that she had from WandaVision to Multiverse of Madness was to be that mother figure. So it could be something that could tie it all back in together. That could be cool. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah. So this one's going to be for... uh, this one's going to be for Matt here. Um, I, I saw this and I wanted to get your take on this. Um, Snyder, uh, Zack Snyder teases potential dark side announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess you're going to bring dark side into the new DCU. Uh, break that down. What would you think? And how do you think they're going to bring him in? Uh, I, I, it's hard to tell without seeing flash. Um, if they do a full reset, they can, if, if they did a full reset, they said they're going to do it in flash. It could yeah. be the same exact dark side. <laughs> uh, it's Just copy and paste kind of thing. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolf, it can do without, but dark side. Um, but sure. I think, okay. I think, we'll, I think where we, I think we're at with DCs, we're stuck <laughs> uh, because dark side is such a big bad villain that nothing else. I mean, Thanos literally was created because dark side was created at DC. It's, it's the mirror image of it from Marvel. It's literally um, Jim Starlin's words. Like, we copied basically dark side. Mm-hmm. So if Marvel's first character or first big bad is, is Thanos DC's, it, it has to be dark side. Um, otherwise the stakes aren't big enough unless it's a brainiac. But right now with you not having a Superman, because you've got rid of the Superman, the uh, Superman. you're kind of stuck with not using brainiac until you get a solid Superman or a solid Supergirl, um, which I think is coming in flash. Uh, but I, it's, it's just hard to tell what they're going to do with, any of it without seeing Flash. I think, yeah, for sure. I think if they do a full reset, which it sounds like Momoa's out as Aquaman in his Lobo, and it yeah. sounds like uh, Gil Gadot's out, and it sounds like it sounds like everything's resetting. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't know like what to like. Cool, like we knew, we knew this, like we knew it was going to be Dark Side. There's nothing, there's nothing groundbreaking here that they gave us that was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, let's go run to see it and let's, can't wait for it the next five years. I think they're just kind of throwing things at the wall and seeing like if fans will like have a reaction to it. Uh, I think we're not going to be reactive to anything until we see James Gunn's first project, because that's mm-hmm. going to speak more about anything than these random directors who are not a part of it anymore. Talking about the plans that they got told because they're out. Um, yeah. Like Affleck had so- comments too about it. And it, if he's not going to be in the DCEU with James Gunn, which it sounds like he's far from it. Then yeah. honestly, anybody's opinion that's not James Gunn right now is mm-hmm. is For not sure. anything I'm interested to hear until he says it. 
Yeah, so piggybacking off the Superman thing in James Gunn, James Gunn announced earlier today on Twitter that he's going to be directing the new Superman Legacy movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew, I, I think you were the one bringing that up. Uh, it's it's an animated movie, correct? You guys know? Or is it going to be a live, um, it's not I don't a live action? If they said that one was animated or not. It's live action. It's live action. It's a, oh, so it's a live action, like old school kind of vibe. The early, what, 50, 60 kind of artwork looking. Um, this is going to be what James Gunn's first directing uh, project. Yeah. Um, in the new DCU universe. Do you think it's a good one for him to start with? Or do you think he should have got on board with uh, maybe a not so popular character? Um, I don't think, I think he could handle it. I think it's going to have to be like a different direction than the typical James Gunn movies. Yeah. But I think him as a director and him as a person who can identify talent, he has, he has that skill. Uh, And I, hopefully what he's looking at is this is an opportunity for me to do something very different than what I'm used to doing. And not only will it, solidify that he is the right person in charge but it's going to show ultimately the new direction that he's kind of running up so uh, i think it's it's his to mess up at this point i think with a character like superman it would be very weird to see it in a big like cheesy comical way but it does not have to be anywhere near as dark or as serious as man of steel um, it can be a little bit more lighthearted, um, a little bit more Boy Scouty. I don't know if that's like the best way to describe yeah. it. But no, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like the, whole, the Sentinel yeah. of Truth, like yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. A beacon like, of light. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I think he could do a good job. There hasn't really been anything that James Gunn has done that I haven't enjoyed. So it's not mm-hmm. like I'm like, ooh. Uh, you know, I just I think for him it's an opportunity to branch out and do something new, and that excites me as a person who likes to consume his con- content. So, Matt, do you think he's going to be taking on too many projects? Fact that he's going to be running it, directing it, casting it. You think he's taking on too many projects or no? No, he has Pierce Saffron help him out. I mean, it's his job. I think I think him and Pierce Saffron have an understanding of what their roles are. I think Gunn's going to be the more creative side of things, and Peter's going to be the more technical, uh, like behind the scenes back make it happen. uh back office yeah. operations kind of thing. Uh, I think it'll be fine. Uh in, in particular this movie, I I'm I'm excited for one reason. Uh, I, I have Twitter and I follow James Gunn on there. Um yeah. James Gunn, every like tweet about him like talking about anything DC, any kind of photos he puts out, the photos always have a book in the background and it's a book called All Star Superman. Uh and to me it's by far, and I've read a lot of Superman comics in my life, it's by far the best uh, Superman run I've ever read in my life. And it's really? good. It gets uh, it gets Superman down to his core. Um, it gets him down to his roots. And it's a good mm-hmm. starting place for a new DCU to launch. Um, yeah. So I think, I think if he's – and it's not like he's like – that book took me like a week, maybe two weeks to read while working a nine-to-five job. His nine-to-five oh, job wow. is reading this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has it in every picture for the last like four or five months, which means that he is studying that thing in depth, front to back, in and out, which I mm-hmm. am excited for because that yeah, is yeah. a Superman that needs to come to life based off the story alone. And then with that for as sure. well, it being called Superman Legacy uh, and 
Legacy series back in the 90s happening as well. Uh, if he takes those two elements, puts them together, and does a James Gunny kind of film, which I, I think I think he can, obviously James Gunn. Um, I think I think it's going to be good, man. And it's a, it it this is also the launch of the DCEU. This is the first mm-hmm. film coming out, so this is literally going to be him putting his best possible foot forward. We might not see a better James Gunn foot forward ever again after this Superman film, which mm-hmm. means that it's do or die in this one. Um, yeah, I think with that, I also he had a hard time for a long time because he's writing this movie for well over six months to a year now. And he, every time someone asked him who the director is going to be, is it going to be you? He kept saying, no, no, yeah, I, no, it sounded like he didn't no, want I don't do know. It. I don't know if I want it. I don't know if I want to do it or not. Mm-hmm. I, I'm as far as I'm concerned, I'm just going to write it right now. Well, now it went from, okay, I'm writing it to, I feel so damn passionate about this that yes. I want my name all over it. And mm-hmm. James Gunn, takes pride in his work. So yeah, he does. Now that he's directing it, it gets me more excited for it because one, like Andrew said, there hasn't been a bad James Gunn project that I've, since I've known James Gunn that like I haven't liked, even down to the freaking guardians Christmas special. Like how good was that? And I was so, down to slither. Yeah. That was yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was it's, good. It's yeah, going to be good in my opinion. Has to yeah. I, I, I think James Gunn is, he can't, he misses on this. It's going to be a very, slippery slope for him um so i really hope he hits it out of the park i do like the old school fashion or uh the old school style of mm-hmm. comic books that og like the golden era or the silver era they call it um uh, yeah i think james gunn's gonna kill it all right this this next little segment we're gonna do is a shotgun news i'm gonna throw uh two topics to each guy and you give me 30 seconds of what you think no interruptions 30 seconds kill it Yay, nay, ah, let me know. Andrew, do you buy nostalgic electronics? Example, the new Xbox is coming out with uh, the new Xbox Series X is going to be dropping a 360 controller that you're going to be able to play on your new Xbox. Do you ever catch yourself uh, buying nostalgic things just because they're nostalgic? 30 seconds, let's go. Uh, I would say there's an initial gut reaction to where it's like, ooh, I want that. But yeah. me as a person, I think I have more self-discipline to just to than just to go out and spend the money because it's just a, a retro one. Yeah. Sorry. But I, I, it's okay, cool, hook, but it's not. Yeah, mine. hook hook line and sinker for me too. All right. Next one's going to Matt. 30 seconds on the clock. What do you think about Marvel hunting down Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum leakers? They leaked the conversations that they're gonna be having with each other. I don't know if you read it. If you did, give us 30 seconds of what you think. Do it. Hunt them down. Get rid of them. I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them. You know how much better No Way Home would have been if I didn't hear yeah. about it on Reddit before any like before it came out? You know how much better this movie would have been if I didn't hear about Kang uh, uh, being trapped there by other Kangs before I went in there? Much better. Uh, these leakers have gone out of control. I'm one of them. Find me, Marvel. Find <laughs> me. Right, hunt me down and lock me up. Throw away the key. Makes me sick, these leakers. Dang, man. Love the passion. Yeah, I know. He, he's going hard in the paint right now. This one's also going to go to Matthew, flipping it and reversing it, because he read that article and knew some things about it. What do you think, and I know he's going to bash this because of who my brother-in-law is, what do you think about Tim Cook reportedly greenlighting, uh, and he is one of the head dudes in Apple, the VR headset coming mm-hmm. soon. What do you think of the Apple VR headset? <clears throat> Please don't hurt my feelings. Quite frankly, okay. 
30 every, seconds. Every new product Apple's ever come out with has been good and has been a seller and has been snatched out of the park. Say what you Ooh. want about iPhones being repeats now. When it first came out, that thing was game-changing. When the Mac first came out, game-changing. <clears throat> Apple has very seldom put out a new project or a new product that wasn't some kind of game-changing device. And quite frankly, more competitiveness in the VR space is a green light for me. Bring it. Yeah, Preach. I, I, I'm Preach. I, I am very big on oh, Matt just ran away. I am very big on like I don't want to say capitalism, but I'm very big on competition. Mm -hmm. If you have if you believe you have the best product out there, go for it. If you yeah, don't just, just to touch on that topic real quick. I think wow. it's important because even now I've been watching some of the reviews on the PS5 VR2 mm -hmm. and it's got an OLED display like Really Competition good. breeds greatness, and if Apple gets their feet in there, that's only going to be good stuff for the VR community, which is still definitely far behind where it should be. That is true. Um, last one. Let's see. Did you? Where do I want to go with this? Oh, uh, the the Last of Us season two. Did you watch the Last of Us? I shouldn't. Uh, I haven't finished this, the finale yet. Um, then I Matt, to. have you finished it? I haven't seen any single episode. Oh, so man, I'm, so I'm only a couple episodes in. Well, I guess then that was the only shotgun news. I was I was just picking topics to throw at the wall and see what oh, we can get cool. from you guys. Um, but besides that, there's not really too much going on in the news. I guess we'll get into our next segment of who is slightly qualified to talk. And today is my brother-in-law, Matt. What you got? So I debated. Yours. I debated. Uh Call of Duty, you know, Major 3 just happened. And oh, what a Cinderella story that I could talk about yes. for hours on here. Mm -hmm. I decided to not do that. But since I have, like, extra time right now, I'm just going to sneak in real quick and say something about it. Uh, Optic Gaming lost losers, like, the winners the first day, Thursday, Optic Gaming lost, which means that, like, every game has to be a do or die. Uh, a loser's yeah. bracket run is already like, majestic as enough. Uh, yeah. They looked god awful on thursday um i watched uh scumpy is a former optic player actually and him and methods another former player like they said what's the odds they got of they even make it to grand finals or top four and it was one percent uh, um and so with that being said the next day looked like the best team in Fire. the game by far i don't know yeah, what switched copies. for them i don't know what happened but they want to lose this bracket run uh they had to play um, Seattle in like round two, which Seattle's like a top two team in the game. Uh, they beat them yeah. three to one, which is wild to me. Uh, they had to play FaZe to get to the grand finals, FaZe being probably the number one team in the league besides Toronto now. Uh, and they beat FaZe three to one as well. And they just like dominate the whole time. And then they fall short in the grand finals to Toronto. Mm -hmm. Uh, they made some mistakes. I think if they didn't make, they win the grand finals. But point being is that they made a Cinderella run. Uh, they went from being looking like one of the worst teams to looking like the best team, even though they lost the grand finals. Yeah. I digress. That, that's my quick story on that. My topic for today, however, gentlemen, is more of an opinionated piece for all three of us. And uh, I started at the beginning of the podcast and I started a new show called Tulsa King. Um, great show, by the way. Fantastic show. Season two is already on the way. Season one was been, has been finished for, I think, like six, seven, eight months now. So I thought about that today. I was like, I'm, I'm really watching this now. This has been a good show since it came out. 
My question I present to you, gentlemen, that's going to spark some discussion here is, is, <clears throat> okay, is content, good content being drowned out or dying because of too many streaming platforms? Or is it because of too many streaming platforms that there is such good content out there in the first place? You can you can knock that one out first, uh, Andrew. Maybe I'll I'll rebuttal your. And I'll, I'll kind of explain what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. So Squid Games, right? The whole world watched Squid Games, right? Um, but then they're on the next thing, the next month, okay? And you know, Wednesday came out. Everyone's on the next thing next month. Uh, Stranger Things came out. Next thing next month, right? So there's such such a, uh, a strange amount of content that like people have to keep going and everything like that. Take us back to The Sopranos when it first came out. There wasn't a person on this planet that had not, well, in the U.S., let me, let me clarify, that had not seen The Sopranos and was able to talk about it with their friends the same week that the new episode came out. True. When I bring up Tulsa King to you guys, or a show, a show called The Offer, for example, that's a show that's so good, we should be talking about this every single week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we should. And here we are eight months after the first season ends, and I'm barely watching it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. on the flip side... Because I'm searching for other shows, I'm now being exposed to shows like Tulsa King or The Offer instead of just watching Mandalorian. So instead yeah. of there being one show, one Soprano show, there's five. But I'm not watching all five. I'm watching one and then six months later watching another. Mm -hmm. So what, what's, what do you guys think? Do you think that the streaming game is – is and because of that let – me, let, me, let me finish that thought. Because of that, good shows get canceled. I yes. think – I think I was, like, there's, I was there's a show called The Offer. Um, it's about the God, making of the Godfathers on Paramount Plus. It's probably my favorite show of the last like three or four years. Not even besides Manu. Oh. Not even gonna lie. And there should be a second one about our Ruddy specifically making the longest yard. Um, but there's nothing on the docket about it whatsoever. Matter of fact, the Godfather stuff just dies oh. there. <laughs> and so, in in if you think about like the past shows, The Sopranos, for example, that went on forever because mm -hmm. people watched it forever. But if there was five more Sopranos out at the same time, do we get eight seasons still or do we get one or two? So I, I like the argument that you pose. And I think there's a, an aspect to it that we're missing, though, too. And I think a lot of it has to do with Marvel and Star Wars that because those come from movie backgrounds – the shows have to be big budget movie backgrounds and therefore the seasons are shorter. They're dumping all this money into an episode where uh, the show like Sopranos, you can have a season with 25, 30, 40 episodes and have it span over the course of a half a year, consuming it week by week versus now we have these huge blockbuster shows that our mm -hmm. companies are dumping tons of money into, but now we're only getting eight weeks worth of content versus a whole half a year. So I think it's I think it it's partially I think it's streaming services in general's fault that we're mm -hmm. running into this. Mm -hmm. uh, so coming back to your original question, I think it's because there's so many subscription-based services that have seen success with the Marvel and the Star Wars that it's like, hey, we don't need half a year's worth of content. We only need eight weeks worth of really expensive, good CGI 
based content. Fair enough. And so that that can drown out a lot of the other stuff that might not be blockbuster caliber TV shows, but that are just really good written shows. So that's kind of my take on it. You're muted. As you my, as you sorry, I was typing. I didn't want to, you know, get crazy on you guys. With <laughs> Anyways, I think going back to uh, the point with the Sopranos, the Sopranos were the first people to pretty much do where everybody was sitting there, you know, Monday morning or whenever it came out. You were talking to your boys at the water cooler going, did you watch what happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then with Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad changed the game too. Um, those shows were so iconic that I think these other streaming services are trying to sometimes you could see them throw things against the wall and like hope it sticks. And they're just like, maybe we're the next, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just, they're just throwing things out there. Like how many failed Netflix shows were there until they got squid games or Wednesday, uh, Wednesday Stranger things you know I mean? straight. Yeah. There there's, mm-hmm. but there's a lot that went through that. You know, if you think about it, the Peaky Blinders, that's a BBC Peaky Blinders. Show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That show was not popular. When it first came out, there was a lot of people who hated that show. I remember going to work telling people about it, and they'd be like, dude, that sounds stupid. And then one season, it just with the mafia, I think it was the black hand season, it blew up and it mm-hmm. was just everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that a lot of these, like Tulsa, is it called Tulsa King? You said, Matt? Tulsa King, yep. Yeah, Good show. I think um, it comes in waves. Sometimes people want really aggressive Game of Thrones shows to watch, and then some people want that show where they they kick their shoes off, they pop a whatever Matt's drinking, and they watch Happy Dead. Yeah, Happy whatever you said. You know what I mean? Uh, I still need to try one of those. Um, I do think though a lot of good content is getting suppressed because there are those shows just throwing things at the wall, going, mm-hmm. "We're not making billions. See ya. Mm-hmm. We're not making mm-hmm. billions." Because there's a lot of shows on Netflix, dude, that I get invested in. I'm like, oh heck yeah, when is season two coming? Done. Yeah. And it got yeah. X'd. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah. I'll give you give you like another example crazy. of like, of like yeah. a, a why a why this is so on the flip side of Tulsa King, right? I got blessed. Tulsa yeah. King's gonna get season two. Uh for sure. Damn good show. I'm telling you guys, watch it. If okay, let yeah. me put it this way. If you like Sons of Anarchy, you need to watch Tulsa King. That kind of caliber of, mm-hmm. of good. Okay. Um, so to my point of Sons of Anarchy. It seemed like the next big thing before Breaking Bad was Sons of Anarchy. And yeah. I was a kid with my my dad used to watch it every week, like yeah, religiously. Mm-hmm. And yeah. every week I would have a topic of discussion with somebody, right? Yeah. You go to work now and I say, Hey, have you seen Narcos? No. Well, that's one of the best shows of the almost last of 10 years. Almost have all you time. seen Narcos Mexico? No, I have not. Well, what are we doing here? Like, I'm gonna talk yeah. to you about what? About Stranger Things that came out eight months ago, mm-hmm. no. So like, it just I just feel like the conversation piece of American television is gone in a lot of ways, right? Like, you have your shows that last forever that, that have like good discussion pieces, like like SNL for example. Every week SNL is still on, and if it's a good monologue and a good skit or whatever, you're talking about it for weeks to come. That is true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dave Chappelle's show, for example, his his show when he did his his monologue was talked about for for a month and a half. <laughs> Years. Uh, yeah. Yo. So. So F your couch is still a thing I say in his house. You know what I mean? Right. So, so. the the rally behind a television just feel like mm-hmm. is gone, which escapes so many like this show, for example. Imagine how much easier it would be for this show, which is a podcast about pop culture, entertainment, and TV and news and gaming and everything like that. 
Imagine how much easier it'd be if every week we came in and talked about Breaking Bad, Sopranos, mm-hmm. and Sons of Anarchy, because those are the three big television shows everyone knows without yeah. us having to think, oh, have they seen this? Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I think I, the, I, the oh, other thing, too, that. is, again, the format of streaming and binging, it, it takes that away because not everybody's getting that content at the same time, and not everyone's going to invest the time to watch the whole thing like you know diehard sure. fans are and so i almost feel like with streaming and streaming services we almost have to take like a step backwards and go towards like the um old style of watching tv shows weekly and that's something that i've appreciated out of like disney plus is because they they haven't just released everything true it's hey we're gonna do it on a week by week basis more more streaming services need to adopt that because I think the way of the you know early two no late two thousands Netflix where it was just everything you got it you can watch as much as you want mm-hmm. I think that is kind of come and gone and now yeah. there needs to be like that that rally of all right if there's truly a good show let's watch it for the course of three months or you know half a year however long <clears throat> the season runs just so that it's spread out versus, you know, watching it all in one weekend. Cause then once the weekend's done, you're done. Now you're waiting for season two for a whole nother year. So in the comments right now, somebody I posted it up saying that they watch YouTube and Twitch uh, streams more than they watch uh, TV these days. I think that 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 jumps into the TV shows too. Uh, when I watch TV and I want to relax, I want to watch Star Wars, something that I kind of know something about. I get to fine tune what I want to watch. Wow! Uh, on YouTube, I get to do the exact same thing. I get to. Yeah, that's that's the point that I'm trying to make yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, is... yeah. I get to go and find. I like to watch anime and and anime explains when people break down storylines and things I miss. I love watching those. So mm-hmm. I went if it's like, hey, Tulsa King's on, and I haven't watched it yet, so I'm not. I'm just using it as an example. Um, Tulsa King's on or new episode of anime explains on. Mm-hmm. It, because I know what I'm getting, I'm watching anime. You know what I mean? The difference. The yeah, that's my point. My point yeah, is that, yeah. that the distinct difference between watching YouTube and Twitch is when you watch Twitch, you're not just like, oh, I'm just going to go on Twitch and explore and see like who I can find. You do that yeah. has happened every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, usually you're going us. to YouTube and Twitch for a channel on the same day they put mm-hmm. stuff out, mm-hmm. on the same time they put stuff out because it's consistent. Right. And yeah, and it's what you like. It's consistent. And it's the only thing at that moment in time that you're focused on. Mm-hmm. So, if there was no streaming services, you would be watching Tulsa King on Monday night, 8, 7 central PM, yeah. because mm. it's consistent and always there every single time. Mm-hmm. Just like every day when I get on at 10 a.m. to watch Twitch, I watch Cash for a TP because those are the two guys, the two TV shows I like watching at 10 a.m. on a, yeah. on a Tuesday morning. Totally. That's true. That routine is like that's, that's built into our DNA mm-hmm. and like that time frame. Um, I love it. I I think that's spot on. I think the other thing is with YouTube and Twitch, you as the viewer are learning beyond the supplied content. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I've appreciated with the last of us. So after every episode, they do like a mini here's behind the scenes. And it's really cool. Like that's, that's almost one of my favorite parts because you hear like the breakdowns or the, Hey, this is how we were trying to keep it so faithful to the video game. Or, yeah. hey, this was different than the video game, but here's the reason why it was different. 
Um, yeah, and so content like that, cool. yeah, content like that, I think can go a long way with these streaming companies because that could be like a mid week series that they drop to where it's like, Hey, here's the, the full behind the scenes, a little sneak yeah. peek of next week's episode. You're I, halfway through the week. It, it's weird as you say that because I didn't even think about it. Disney hooked me when they did the breakdown or the making of uh, mm-hmm. Kenobi. I yeah, went, gallery. I went, yeah. And then, uh, so we'll wrap it on this note. Um, that was a very good yeah, topic, Matt. That was really I, good, man. It's one that I just thought of today because I was watching Toast King and I was like, dude, this is a good show. And I'm going to go on there and sit, talk about it. And them two won't even know a thing about it. Oh, it's yeah, a problem yeah. to me. Yeah, d- definitely. Because there's shows that we we can go on for hours about shows you guys have never watched that I have, and mm-hmm, I'm assuming mm-hmm. you've watched them because mm-hmm. they're classics. But yeah, we'll bring that up again. Uh, maybe we should all jump on Tulsa King and see what we can get into that. Tulsa um, King. Yeah, yeah. And if there's anybody in the comments, I know there's a couple people watching. <laughs> there's a couple people watching in the in the uh, in the stream. Drop your uh, shows that you're watching right now: anime, movies, TV shows, books, whatever. Uh, always down for new content. All right, now let's hand it over to the game master, the one and only terminology. Okay, he's the game guy for the day. Right. It's gonna be master. That's I'm the game master until game. my game is taken over. Okay, my game was the best game so far. So far, you think you have, so you think, far. You think you have one to contend hey, with? Andrew, I'm, I'm Andrew, interested to hear it. Is it me or is he kind of getting sensitive about that title? I think he's he's, he's feeling scared. He's yeah, shaking. First off, nervous, a first off he's as nervous. two as two white men and me being the man of color on this podcast, <laughs> calling someone my master is not going to fight me. All right, oh, that's the first. Hey, thing. we are about diversity and inclusion. No, I'm just kidding. We hate everybody. Andrew, Andrew you're up on the docket. Uh, Before we, we get canceled. Okay, so this game, this is a fun one that I've been playing around with almost for two weeks now. So a little background, every Tuesday, me and my wife had a date night. The first, the last Tuesday before this one, I was like, hey, would you think this would be a good game? And we love it so much. It's probably going to be something that we do every Tuesday because it's so much oh, fun. Wow. Oh, dang. So there's not really a name for it. But honestly, after playing it these last two weeks, I want to like look into Matt, getting it copyrighted had a name. and make it Matt into a had game. a name. Like, that's already winning in this one. Uh, don't worry about it. This this will make up. Okay, so here's the rules. <laughs> Watch it just suck so bad. <laughs> I'd be so bad if it sucked. <laughs> I'm going to clip that and it's going on everywhere. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna take turns. Pray for your wife. Every other time yeah. you guys get asked a question. Um, All right. You start with five points. Every time I reveal another hint, a point gets taken away. If okay. by the end of the fifth one you cannot still identify the movie, the other team, the other person oh, gets to steal it. Sounds like mine. So here's yeah, what this we sounds do. ironically close. No, 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 no. To it's different. Very, very different. These and we have we have no, that one had a that one had a name. <laughs> I know it did have a name. So we have a couple practice rounds that we're gonna do just so that you get the feel for it. The first two are kind of easy, in my opinion. So the way that it works is I'm going to list off one main character by their actor like name. Like the name of the – oh, the, oh, the actor right. name. And then one other character that is associated with the movie. And you have to make the connection on which movie it is. You can't do okay. it with the two. Wait, hold on, hold on. We one, add a third. One actor, like the real, the real name. Yep. He's in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then another another character's name actor. or the actor? Okay. It's all actors. 
Oh, all okay. I'm screwed then. I I don't remember anybody's name. All actors. Yeah, you're probably gonna hate this game then. Uh, Just make sure they're like they're decent. Known actors, yeah, they're yeah. they're all pretty decently known. Like, hey, Matt's pretty good at typing. I need to see these hands. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Matt's kind of sneaky typer. He's over here so typing like, all day. Dude, I invested eyes. like solid hour and a half into work time. Like I created like a Microsoft list. Like this into is work like time. Legit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully nobody from your office is. Uh... <laughs> yeah. All right, let's <laughs> jump in the game then. Let's go. Okay. Let's get into it. All right, Stephen, you're gonna go first. Is this and practice round or am I this, being taken this series? First two are just practice rounds. All right, all right. First one. First one. Just yeah, one. First we, one. We're good. First one. Yeah, we're grown men. We can get it. Right, we're going to start with Elijah Wood and Sean Bean. Elijah Wood, Sean Bean. <laughs> that is going to be, uh, is it like Step Brother or whatever that movie's called where he throws him off the, no. off the not, not that movie? I can't not remember that movie. Called. All right. Go, Matt. No, no, no. So no, you, you're up. So, oh, I keep going. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to add another actor. Okay, Sean Bean. Sir Ian McKellen. <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen. Wait, wouldn't that be like Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, it's Lord of the Rings. Okay, okay. I don't know who Sean Bean is. Sean Bean is Boromir. Bro, I don't know. The guy with the, I see. Matt, I saw Matt Sean Bean right here. Instantly. Instantly, yeah. Matt's going to get this because I don't know actors' names, but we're going to get in it. Here we go. All right. Go, so Matt, Matt yours is... Jeff Goldblum and mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn. Jeff Goldblum and Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. That's good. Suck and it, then, man. Okay, Jeff Goldblum is the main character? Uh, I, two so characters? Typically the, the first... That. Yeah, okay, so let me clarify a little bit. Typically the first person that I list off is part of the main cast, like main character. The second, third can be just... Uh, they, they could be another main character, but it could also be a supporting character as well. But usually the first person is going to be like one of the main characters. There's no cameo spots. Like you had to nope. watch till the credits. No cameos. I didn't do like any sequels or or those kind of okay, things. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm not a big so fan. Vince... I don't know if money Vince Vaughn films or Jeff okay. Goldblum's. I like the major ones. Jurassic like, Park. Yeah. I didn't know he was in anything else. We'll, we'll, add a, <laughs> we'll add another one. Julianne Moore. Drew. I don't think I even know who Julianne Moore is. Okay, so. Yes. Do you remember? Uh, oh, this is another. This is another thing I should clarify. If you don't know who the the actor or actress is, you can ask for me to tell you another movie that they've been in, so that you can try to identify it. Okay, that's cool. I like so that. Juliette Moore. Um, do you remember in? Did you watch the the um, Mockingjay movies? Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Oh, Nothing? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the Mockingjay movies. Yeah, she's yeah, in really? Mockingjay specifically. Like part those one part two. one and part two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's the president, the female president that Katniss is working with. Kind of older, has like the strip of Remember, silver she hair. Gets, she gets legless. Yeah. 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 I, next. Next. Still can't remember her. No, no uh, I remember. Her. I remember. Her. I don't oh, know you're really asking is. for another another character. Okay, this one you're probably gonna get it. Richard Attenborough. I need an explanation <laughs> who he is too. Uh, uh, <laughs> you said the name, I was like, "Yeah." Let's see. Uh, he shoot. I, I I'm drawing a blank on what he's been in other than this movie. Hold on. This is gonna be a hard game, my guy. Yeah. It's funny because I felt like these were the the easy ones. He's a, an independent movie made in Italy for a budget of twenty seven dollars. No, no, no. They, they're, they're all they're all big movies. Is this the one um, where? No. All right. Since this is a practice round, I will tell you what's the the other movie that he's been in. 
is the original Jurassic Park. He's the welcome to Jurassic Park old guy. So they're in another movie together? Wait, is it <laughs> the Jurassic Park? Are you saying? It's, 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 it's the Lost World. Vince Vaughn's in that movie. Oh, yes, he is Vince in, that in that movie. What is Vince Vaughn? Well, my, we'll get into it later. Yeah. He is. He's the cameraman. Yeah, the cameraman. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. when uh, he has his daughter. Remember, what's his face? Jeff Goldblum has his daughter. Yep. Yeah, she's a gymnastics person. I remember now. I, yeah. You know what's crazy? That's the one. Is that the one where the dancer comes to civilization? Yes. San Diego? I've never yeah. seen that. <laughs> What are the chances of that? That's awesome. <laughs> right. That's a, okay. that's a, okay. Yo, what up, Zeke? All right, we got Steven up. All right, so these ones are for actual points. So you start. Right, this is actual points. points. Every time up. I add somebody, you lose a point. Matt, if he can't get it in five, you have you get to guess. Oh, just you're gonna kill me in this. Oh, okay. I get steal. I get steal a vote. Yeah, you get a steal. Do I get all five mm -hmm. points or no? You get one point. Just, the, okay. just one point. All right, your right. voice. Jack Pretty Nicholson big. and Sarah Jessica Parker. Jack Nicholson and Sarah Jessica Parker. I don't think I've ever seen a movie with Sarah Jessica Parker. Jack I, I almost guarantee that you've seen this movie. Batman. It's not Batman. Do you want another one? Yeah, let me see. Jack Black. See, Jack? Jack Nicholson. Sarah Jessica Parker and Jack Black. Jack Black in the movie with Jack Nicholson? Mm -hmm. Orange County. Nope. Mm -hmm. I know the actors. <laughs> and what, how many points do I have left? You have four points left. Yeah, give me another one. Natalie Portman. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Sarah Jessica Parker is she she's like the main character from Sex in the City. And you're no? 25. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably conceived because of Sex in the City. Um All right, you want hey, Jack Nicholson? Yeah, one more. I'll take one more. And then I'll, I'll give you Pierce Brosman. Pierce Brosnan. Brosman. Mm -hmm. Man, I feel like I should know this. <laughs> it gets better. Do you know this how weird that cast is? Yeah, that is the most random. Natalie Jack Portman. Black. Jack Black. It's so good. It's so good. And it's, it has it's to not... be like a younger Natalie Portman. It is. It is a younger Natalie Portman, but yeah, but not like super young. Not like the professional young. No. So Chris Brosnan's in it with like. Yeah, Jack one of the main Nicholson. attractions. What the hell is it Jack Nicholson in besides like The Departed? You know what I mean. And like, you ready for yeah. another one? Yeah, last I, one. I guess the point. Damn, dude, I suck at this game. Danny DeVito. <laughs> I can't believe you guys are struggling on this. Like, I I thought these like I I kind of spaced it out. Like, all right, let's ease our way into it. Dude, if this is easy, I'm gonna be screwed. Um, all right, let's see. Jack Nicholson, Jack Black, Natalie Portman, Sarah Jessica Parker, and who was the last one? Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. <clears throat> Is it the... I'm not gonna be able to steal this, so yeah. Uh, you can I have, I have no idea. Yeah, to. I don't I don't know what Michael J. Fox is the last one. Michael J. Fox? Is it where he turns into a wolf? Teen wolf? Nope. 
That's a good guess, though. I have no idea. I have to. I have to draw. Matt, the you hat. want to steal? Nah, I don't get, know. Not, if I can't get another hint, no. Michael J. Fox really threw me off right now. <laughs> yeah, that's like the weirdest cast. Of, it better not be an animated movie. Is it an it's, animated it's movie? It's not animated. Besides Jack Black, Michael J. Fox threw me off the worst. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. This is Mars Attacks. I've never uh, Andrew. Well, I have seen that movie, but <laughs> there's like seven people in the whole world who've seen that damn movie. <laughs> That sucks, man. All right. All right. All right. Matt, you got this one. All right. This one you should be able to get, Matt. I'd be surprised if you did it. So we got Matthew Bodrick and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan Taylor. Can you describe both of them? Matthew Bodrick. Uh, Matthew Bodrick. Did you ever see the the 2000s um, Godzilla, the American Godzilla that came out? Nope. Um, Let's do Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Main guy? Yes. Okay. Next okay. guy. Um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, did you ever watch Home Improvement? Mm-hmm. He's the son. Um, <laughs> Give me something he's like the main character. Tr- um, he's Simba from Lion King. Actual force. He's Simba from Lion King. That gives me nothing. That gives me a voice. <laughs> he's also in Huckleberry Finn. Yep. Any movie that I've seen in the last 30 years. <laughs> he hasn't been in very many movies recently. Yeah, well, true. give me the next person then. This is Whoopi not Goldberg. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, is, Matthew Bar- is, he, is, he, is he young? Matthew Barrick in this movie? Um, no. I, no, I'd say he's not. He, he doesn't play a young character either. Hmm. I feel like I've seen them two in a film before. Them two specifically. The other guy, I have no clue what you're talking about. All right, next. James Earl Jones. God, this is going to be a tough night. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Matthew Broderick. James Next. My last one, right? Uh, you got two more. Okay. Jeremy Irons. Explanation on who he is? Jeremy Quickly. Irons. Quickly. He is the butler from the Ben Affleck Batman. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. <clears throat> you know who Jeremy Irons. Is. Jeremy Irons. Broderick. <laughs> we'll be cool. You're going to be so bad when I tell you what this is. <laughs> James Earl Jones. Are, like, are there faces visible in the film? No. This is an animated film. You got animated? This is an you animated gotta film. Is it Disney? Oh, okay, no, never mind, never mind, never mind. I mean, is it a Disney film? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a Disney film. So it's a Star Wars animated film. No, that's no? the last hint I'm going to give you. You said ah, yeah, it is Disney. So is it, it Disney? It, it is Disney. Yes. Not owned by Disney. It's Disney Animation Studios. Disney Animation Studios. Okay. Whoopi Goldberg mm-hmm. and James Earl Jones should give him away. All right, give me the last one. The last one is Rowan Atkinson, aka uh, Mr. Bean. <clears throat> mm. I'm just gonna throw. 
I'm gonna throw some out there. Probably is yeah. way wrong. Yeah. Is it Hercules? No, it's not Hercules. Okay. All, All right. right, I'm out. You want to steal? Yeah, you know, looking at everything. It is the Lion King. When he said Whoopi Goldberg, that's when I knew it was a hyena. <laughs> yeah. yeah, gee, I wonder. Hyena. I wonder if like you doing this up at the top search bar and like looking to the side <laughs> has anything to do with you getting the point there. But go ahead. <laughs> one, I can also tell you every character he named and who played what. That when he said Whoopi Goldberg and, and Jonathan yeah. Taylor Thomas, I was like, so, so can I? He, he, did, he did say with Jonathan Taylor Thomas, he's he like Simba. Lion King. Simba. Yeah. That's why I was like, it's Simba from Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> so, that is a hard one. Butler is uh, Toucan. Mr. Bean is, is Azu. Uh, is the, yeah. Matthew Bodrick is the adult Simba. Yeah. And then Jeremy Irons is Scar. James Earl Jones is Mufasa. Mufasa. What yep. was the dude's name who sings for Simba? Remember that dude, that actor? He played in like uh a... Um, I, I don't remember. I remember seeing him on a whole bunch of yeah. things then. I was like, oh, that guy's he's all over the place. Yeah. All right, this one's for you, Steven. This is not an animated film since we're gonna have to play this way. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh Anne Hathaway and Michael Caine. <laughs> Anne Hathaway and Michael Caine. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Batman the Nope, that's a good guess though. Who's my? Can you name? No, no, no don't name because I already, I already got that. I give me another person. Matt Damon. Hmm. Matt Damon, Anne Hathaway. I don't really. Uh, is it the Princess Bride movie or Princess? Nope. And have a princess bride, yeah. She's like the main character, oh. yeah. Um, is well, I can't say is it old because Anne Hathaway's like like 35 or whatever. All right, give me another person, Casey Affleck. I don't know who the hell that is. That is Ben Affleck's little brother. <laughs> I always look, he always looks sad and everything, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know why does he look sad. <laughs> I do not know this movie. Casey uh, like Anne Hathaway, Matthew Kane, and Matt you, Damon. Guys, you know this. This is crazy. Is it a newer movie? Um, it's within the two thousands, like two thousand ten to two thousand twenty or twenty twenty. It's a good ten year gap. Is it Th- no Anne Hathaway's not in Thor, is she? That's no Portman. And Natalie Portman. I'm you want another one? This one yeah. you probably get it. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Matt Damon. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, and you're going in order from like most important character in the movie to least, right? Uh I start with one main character and then <laughs> it, it's they can So be- Anne Hathaway is the main character? No, is one of the main core cast. She is, yes. Matt Damon could be a side character. Matt Damon and Hathaway, Michael (laughs) Caine. It's so funny. I I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. How many points do I have left? You got two more. I could give you. Yeah, two more. Two more. All right, give me another one. Jessica Chastain. And Jessica, this is a freaking loaded <laughs> cast. So what is this movie? Wait till you hear the next one. Wait till you hear the next one. <laughs> what, what movie is she in? <laughs> Jessica, 
<laughs> of the last ten years, it's massive. Yeah, Wait, let me see what's what your favorite. What, what, what other she's, movies? She's the doing? redhead. She won Best Lead Actress last year in in the Oscars. She's <clears> gave like a big old feminine speech, all this stuff. I don't watch that shit. Um, what movie? Wait, wait. What movie is she in? That she won the Oscar for? Uh, I don't want to look it up because I'm gonna be accused of cheating. I'm gonna look straight mm-hmm. at the camera here. So if Andrew mm-hmm. wants to look it up, you can go ahead. I don't want to look it up. I just want to give you the next one. Since you, all right, give me the next one then. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Dude, I have no. I, I don't know. He must have been a child. <laughs> <sighs> Matt Damon. Cocaine is 90 years old, which means that this was not in the last five years. I, I, I have no idea. I have no I, idea. I, you want to try and steal? Anne Hathaway is. I can part give of the you one cast. more name if you want. If you want to. Yeah, give him one more name. Sure. John Lithgow. No, again, no clue who that is. Anne Hathaway, Michael Caine, Matt Damon, <laughs> Jessica Chastain. Uh, and then Timothy Chalamet was probably going to win an Oscar next year. Um, he must have been a kid in this movie, like young. Anne Hathaway, Anne Hathaway is the key. Honestly, I thought you guys would have got it with the first three. Yeah, with oh. Matt Damon. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. I want to look it up now, but don't you be looking it up. I mean, I'm not looking up. And Zeke, I know you're in the chat. I, we did follow you, man. Thanks for the follow. I, I don't know. I don't know what. All right, you ready? This is Interstellar. Matt Damon's <laughs> in that movie. He is very briefly. Michael Caine yeah. is he's the very the, beginning. I mean, talking no, taking the tour. Yes, he's all the way through the movie. He shows. Yeah, up. he's the dad. Yeah, or he's he's, he's uh, the, the mentor. Yeah, and Jessica Chastain is going to be mentored. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's Timothy Chalamet was the brother. Yeah, uh, no, that's Casey Affleck. No, 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 no. Well, who was Timothy Chalamet then? He's the younger version of the brother. Right, he was the brother. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The terrible game. Yeah, I, think, right. I think I think when you put McConaughey at the very bottom of the list, it kind of doesn't help. No, he yeah, was, I, he was fourth. He was fourth. He should be above Matt Damon for sure. Yeah, if you would have put Matt, yeah, I think I got hooked. I got stuck on Matt Damon, and I was like, what the hell is Matt Damon in? And I'm thinking he's like a super prevalent. I was going to say, what's the movie? The Martian? Or what is it? What's that movie with Matt? That would have been a good guess, too. That's what I was thinking. But I didn't even think about Interstellar. All right, you ready? All right, throw this one out there, and we, me and Matt will battle for it, and then we'll wrap this podcast up. No, we we got three more that we have to do. Three, three more. Three. All right, give us your best one. I did did fourteen of these. Okay. You gotta give us your best one. All right, best one right here. Here's here's Matt tiebreaker because I feel. You have Val Kilmer, Jeff Goldblum. Val Kilmer, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. I think I know this movie. No, he. That's not him. Oh wait, wait. Animated or not? Yeah, is it animated? You guys have to figure this one out on your own. Okay. Val Kilmer, Jeff Goldblum. I'm ready for the next one wherever you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ralph Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes? Yeah. Can you give us a movie that he's in? Because I can't think of the he's face. He's Lord that's, Voldemort. That's... Okay. It has to be animated then. Yeah, it has to be animated. Uh, it's not um, The Ghost in the Darkness, has to is be, it? It has to be the last. Is it The Ghost in the Darkness? No, the lion movie. 
Okay. No. Is it Tombstone? Has had throat cancer for a while. Th- Tombstone. No. <coughs> That's not animated. Oh, it is animated. Oh, animated. There you go. <laughs> I thought you guys figured <laughs> that out. Right? Is in animated? Yeah. Well, it had to be a while ago too because he his, right, his throat cancer yeah. has been. I hate Sandra that Andrew's Bullock. Sandra Bullock. DreamWorks film? DreamWorks film. Madagascar? Prince of Egypt. Prince of Egypt. Egypt. Yeah, Matthew grew up watching that damn movie. <laughs> Thou Kim was Moses, homie. <laughs> Hold on. Listen listen to this. this yeah, Star Study cast. Really Thou cast. Jeff Goldblum, Ralph Fiennes, Sandra Bullock, Michelle Pfeiffer, Patrick mm-hmm. Stewart, Martin Stewart, Martin Short, mm-hmm. Danny Glover. So, yeah. speaking Thou of Kim was movie, Moses, yes? Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Brenda was telling me about it. I think Matthew and her were talking about it. And I was like, what movie are you talking about? She's like, uh, wait, what's the movie called again? The Prince, Prince of, of Egypt. Egypt. Yeah, the whole day. A Prince of Egypt. I was like, that movie sounds oh, like dumb. That's fantastic. one of those movies you don't watch. Brenda was like, no, you got it. My wife was like, you mm-hmm. got to watch this movie. And then Matt started naming off people. And I was like, all those people are in it? That is crazy. I think I've watched it maybe. All right, let's do one before. more. Let's do one more. Got one more? Matt, one we got more. one more. We're out. An hour yeah, and 30. We're, we're gonna make one quick. more, and I got to like dip out. because I gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. We got uh, Michael Fassbender and Mike Myers. Shrek. <laughs> is it Shrek? No, it's not Shrek. Oh. And, and, Austin and Powers. Figuring out again or no? Uh, yeah, figured out again. Okay. Assassin's Creed. No. Michael Mike Myers. Is Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you ready for another one? Yeah. Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. <laughs> Wait, is it animated or is it? Is you it? Got figured out. You got figured out. I'm not gonna tell us. No. Give us uh, what movie is Chris? Whatever his name is in. But, Django. He's in Django. Yeah, he's, he's the, the dentist from Django. The other guy oh, besides okay. Django. Chris, oh, Christoph I know. Is it Inglorious Bastards? This is Inglorious mm. Bastards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's yeah. his first movie with Quentin Brad Tarantino. Pitt. And what's his yep. face is... Uh, Brad Pitt was going to be next. Should have just said a flamethrower. I would have got him. Yeah, I was going to say. All right. Well, oh. that game was good, man. Now I got to catch up on names, dude. I'm terrible with names. I'm I surprised you guys didn't do that good. I, I, I'm kind of disappointed. You're not going to do better, huh? Like me and my I'm wife were like spitting them out. We we're like, we got this. Getting at it. I'm just letting you know that's a terrible game. It's because it's films. You okay? Hold on. If me and my spouse did it, and Stephen yeah. his spouse did it, it's different because we know what we've seen, what we haven't seen. True. No. So yes. My wife, matter of fact, matter of fact I'll do it to you next week, and then we'll we'll see how good you really are. Yeah, yeah we're gonna with, get you. Matt's gonna me. get think of a movie. <clears throat> so no, so I think it was a great play. Two times in a row is what you're saying. And I'm gonna yeah. no, no, I'm gonna tell you next week. Just you. We should get it's gonna be a segment dedicated to just challenging you. Yeah. Just make first me five minutes film. of the show for saying it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. So it was a good game. That- it was a good game. I need a I need to catch up on names. I I'm I'm the worst when it comes to movie names and or actors and sports guys. I'm terrible at it. But that is actually a pretty good game. That yeah, would be fun to play fun. in person. You know what I mean? Totally. Like that's a and you didn't hit us with no weird movies like Prince of Egypt or anything like that. And stuff that the average person seems. But second best game you ever that's ever been on this podcast for sure. <laughs> First best. Yeah, First definitely. Best. You guys are kicking my butt. All right, well, let's wrap it up on that. Uh, Matt, Jack, Jack Skellington, huh? Oh yeah. Actually, <laughs> I told people about that, and they actually were like, "Yeah, Stephen, you did a great job. You killed it." <clears throat> All right. Ending on that note, this doesn't count. My daughter said Elsa would destroy <laughs> everybody. So hey. 
you're not disappointing my daughter. I appreciate you guys coming through. Thanks everybody in the chat. Thanks everybody on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitch. Thanks for the love and support. We appreciate it. Like, subscribe, share everything and anything helps us. We appreciate you guys once again. We will see you guys next Thursday, um, 7.30 to 8 o'clock is usually when we go live. Uh, we appreciate it. God bless. Stay humble. And we are, are we out? Yeah, are we out? And we are out. We'll